Love Madden, the podcast, is now the self-love podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us each week for a dose of good, healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. What's up? What's up, Buttercup? What's up, Buttercup? Uh, Not too much on this side. You know, same old, same old. Working. Mm -hmm. Living. Working for the man. Uh, Every night and day. At least you don't have to worry about that part. But, uh, yeah. Hanging in there. Actually... This is a perfect segue um, <laughs> because working for myself has required more discipline than mm. I probably have. So yeah, I can imagine <laughs> if you don't if you don't have anywhere to formally report or like you know, honey, <laughs> it's like oh yeah, I'll do this, I'll do that. Yeah, uh, it's stretching me. But, but you got uh, it, girl. You got it. Giving very much practice what you preach. <laughs> hey, when we get into this episode for today, I'm going to tell y'all, I struggled coming up with... You ain't have no recommendations. <laughs> I was like, the people the people need to be talking to me. And we're going we're gonna to dive deeper once we get into the, the conversation. But y'all pray for your girl. Just pray for your girl. I will say one thing. If you guys haven't already guessed, the word the word of the week is discipline. We have been killing it in the podcast arena. That's one true. Thing, one thing we're going to do is show up week after week and get this For each other. Because clearly, where is my podcast? Mm-hmm. 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 Insert sound effect. <laughs> It's all good. With that being said, it's time to love it. Love it or leave it. I will let you go first this week. All right. So this was not planned. I actually, I think I got Maddie's um, notes a few moments ago, but I had something very similar. And so my You know what? I wasn't even going to put my notes in because I was like, watch her try to copy. No, but honestly, honestly, honestly. I had this written down on my notes, so whatever. I did my notes last night. I don't okay. know when you did yours. Okay, whatever. Go ahead. What you leaving? So what I'm leaving is I'm leaving Target's customer service. Now, I know, girl. Oh, my I'm, gosh. I mean, in the store, I think mm-hmm. it's fine. It's good. Mm-hmm. But I told y'all, maybe I didn't tell y'all, but if you follow me, you know, I got the Tabitha Brown desk as mm-hmm. part of her home collection. It was my fault. I will take ownership that I didn't do what the first direction said, which was to lay out lay out all the pieces and make sure you have them mm-hmm. before I started putting it together. So I was missing this one piece. Now, I called Target. They said, okay, we'll make a request to the vendor at that point, Target like escaped the room. They had me <laughs> managing the process with the vendor in Indonesia. Mm. Like I'm having to do all the follow up. Where is my piece? Where is my piece? It wasn't until I like went off on Target that I think behind the scenes they were like, "You need to go ahead and make this girl's custom one piece for her desk, and so she could just get out of our hair." Why well, would Target, Target not even have some backup pieces? I mean, I know the desk was sold out, but why would they not have that as so, part of their order? 
the company was saying that basically Target just, I guess, just ordered the amount that they were going to sell and nothing else. And so they told me that the reason it took so long is because they actually had to go and custom make my one little slab for the desk. (laughs) And the fact that Target was silent, like, and I, I went off on Target. I was like, Target, I paid money to you to get this desk. I should not mm-hmm. have to be, like, going, doing all this back and forth without you mm-hmm. even, like, chiming in once. And they were, it copied on, like, all the emails. So, wow. I hate Target customer service, you get a burnt from me. Damn, <laughs> not a burnt for Target. I actually, and I'm not going to take up too much of y'all time, but... <laughs> I have a horror story with the Target red card. You told us. But, well, I don't know if you told us on this podcast. No, I told you guys when we had brunch at your house that day. Oh, yeah. And girl, why is my credit limit still $500? I girl. can't go to Target one time without having to immediately pay my red card because my credit limit is so low. <laughs> I was so mad at them that I wanted to cancel the card, but I've had the card since 2007. So it it's might be like your oldest line. It's like my second oldest line. <laughs> they got me in a choke code. So, girl, I be swiping the card, get go, go in the car, pay it right off right pay away because I'm trying to get my points. Which brings me to my love it, mm-hmm. which is the Target Circle app. I have been taking advantage of all the circle rewards. I think before yes, there was I like the Target app and then there was Cartwheel and then it was like all these different things you had to put together. Well, now they've combined it all to just the, the single circle app. Mm-hmm. And I love it. Week after week, I'm applying the rewards. We're getting kickbacks. The coupons, <laughs> all the things. Stacking them up. And then yes. you can you have your card barcode right in there. So I'm yes. you know using my card, my wallet to pay, getting my extra 5% off. So that's um, where I'm missing out. I'm not getting the extra five percent off because I don't have the red card. So that's you, you know you need the red card. To do that, yeah, yeah. Hopefully your limit's a little bit higher than mine. <laughs> um, I called them again to see, hey, is there anything you can do? They said we review it on a month by month basis, but it could take month several months. And they still did. Come on! I, so I told you it was twenty five hundred at one point, and then they dropped it. So I don't know. I pay my card off on time every month. I shop in there a lot. Yet and still, they, they treat me like they trash. They got you on the budget. They got budget me up at college. <laughs> they got me on the entry level from exactly. when I got the card. What is going on? So um, we'll see. But my love it for the week is the Target Circle app. If you're not already using it, it is worth it. It I is mean, worth it. I, agree. I think I got $20 off $120 purchase this week on top of the rewards that were already in there. So mm-hmm. I feel like I got two pairs of jeans for like, mm-hmm. girl, I don't know. I want to say $26 or something. You, you ordered jeans when they had this recent 30% off jeans or something? The Universal last thread. Yes. Yeah, I ordered some jeans. It, some yeah. boyfriend, some wide legs. I said, let me try some styles that I Limit. don't, would, don't, yeah, because they're so cheap. So I figured if I like them, I like them. If I don't, I mean, worst case scenario, I forget to return them and I'm out 13 bucks. No, I'm taking it back. (laughs) No, I'm taking it back. But you just feel a little less guilty about buying a few pair to try on at home, right? True. True. Yeah, I ordered these like baggy um, jeans with like rips in them. And Mm -hmm. all the like young people wear them. So I was like, I'm going to try it. Now, 
my size and my height don't always match up. So I you got gotta some, get them. You and they get were like cut, yeah, right? Long. Hemmed. Yeah, and that's the thing. Also with these baggy, I don't want to be baggy on baggy, which means my top needs to either be a bodysuit or mm-hmm. crop top, which is questionable. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll be doing. I'm looking for crop hoodies, so I could yeah, do a no, crop no. hoodie. I could do no, no, no. I could do that. I could definitely do like a crop top with fabric. I'm talking about just like you know how it'd be like a bra top. Oh and no, then the, you, no yeah, doing I can't. The <laughs> <laughs> way my body is set up, but you know what I will say, and then we'll, we can set the table. Um, Gen Z don't be caring. Stomach out, back fat, rolls. It's giving Lizzo inspired realness, and I love that for them. So I'll dabble into the um, showing a little bit of the midriff, right? (laughs) One of our friends told another one of our friends, "If Tanil can do it, so can you." (laughs) I'm not putting on that name. But I was like, oh, but yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> Wear your crop tops, honey. Oh, Wear your crop tops. And on that note, it's time to set the, the table. table. All right. As we mentioned at the top of the episode, this week's word is discipline. I um, shared a little bit about it on the weekly word on the blog. If you haven't read it, here's what I had to say at lovemadden.com. The word discipline doesn't always move us in the way that words like affirmation or self-care might. For many, discipline conjures childhood memories of authority, punishment, and control. Even the well-lauded self-discipline evokes thoughts of 5 a.m. wake-up calls, regimented meal prep, and planners waiting to be filled. Yet and still, this ever-elusive key ingredient to success is something that most of us desire. Discipline's etymological cousin, disciple, has a more palatable association with that of a teacher or philosopher, and in the Christian context, a devoted follower of Christ. The Latin word for both, discipulus, I actually think it's a hard C on this guy, so it might be discipulus, if anybody speaks Latin, let me know, means student or learner. And the closely related disciplina translates to instruction or knowledge. To be disciplined, then, is to devote oneself to studying or learning a given branch of knowledge. To come to understand it so intimately that somewhere along the way, we evolve from devoted student to teacher. I felt called to study and pursue love in this way. The love of God, then self-love, and the love of others. The Bible in Hebrews 12, 11 says, For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. By developing a discipline to practice love daily, I am not just equipping myself to show up as a better me, but I'm opening myself up to receive the peaceful fruit that comes from the practice itself. What are you pursuing so intently that you would not just be recognized as a devoted student of it, but as a teacher? What discipline will yield peaceful fruit in your life? And with that being said, let's dig dig in. in. Yummy. All right. Hmm. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, (laughs) I need, I I am a student of this episode. Okay. So with that, Maddie, what does discipline mean to you? 
Um, I, I talked a little bit about, you know, the definition there, cause there are two definitions of discipline, right? One is more punitive. It's about obeying rules, but the definition that I'm focused on is more of that of being a student. Um, so for me, discipline is a practice. It is a training. When you think about athletes, um, mm-hmm. or anyone with a craft, really the discipline required is a training in a lot of ways too, I think, and these might be, um, maybe kind of, um, like characteristics of discipline, but routine, mm-hmm. um, ritual, habit, those are kind of the ways that I define discipline. But more than anything, I would say training and practice are how I define it. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you define discipline? Yeah, so that w- it was it was hard for me, and I think, like you said, I wrote down some characteristics of discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you with the training and practice aspects of the definition. But I wrote down steadfast commitment to yourself, your habits, and your craft, in mm-hmm. spite of how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's good. In spite of how you feel, I think that's an that's an important qualifier there. That's good. Yeah. So. All right. What role has discipline played in your personal journey to healing? And is there a personal story or lesson that you want to share as it relates to discipline? Absolutely. Discipline is every other sort of tool in the toolkit would not have as much value if it weren't for discipline, right? Just like with working out, you can do one crunch one rep, one day, one workout, one week even. Mm -hmm. But without the discipline to make it a practice, it's really not going to get you to where you want to be in terms of your goals. And that's the same thing with my healing journey um, and my self-love journey. Without the discipline to do these things as a practice or ritualistically, whether it be my gratitude practice, whether it be practicing patience or love, without the discipline to do those things on a regular basis, they really wouldn't um, have the impact on my healing journey that they have. So discipline is interwoven really into anything that's been impactful on my life because there's mm-hmm. there's not any any practice that's like a one hit or quitter, right? You got to keep it going. I wish there was. Give me that weight <laughs> loss pill that I could just take. I've never taken weight. Yeah, I've never taken weight loss pills, but disclaimer. Mm, Quick fix doesn't sound so bad. Right? (laughs) Yeah, for me, discipline has helped me heal and grow. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will also say that lack of discipline has delayed my healing. Mm. Um, So when you aren't doing those things, um, you know, as as a practice, whether that's daily or weekly and sustaining that practice, um, it it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Right. Mm. Like me meditating for two weeks and then letting it go. It's not working. Me practicing a gratitude exercise, you know, practice doing it for two weeks. It it might change my mindset for a short period of time, but Mm -hmm. for my sustained healing, it doesn't work. And so I've had some moments of self-reflection in the past, few weeks around, you know, had I been more disciplined in certain areas of my life, I think um, things may have been a little bit different. So, um, 
yeah, discipline is is key to uh-huh. everything that you do, whether it's your healing journey, your professional journey, your personal journey. It's it's critical. And without it, yeah, I think things are a little bit more delayed in terms of the result that you're hoping for. Yeah. And I, I think a big part, and this is interwoven when we talk about our healing journey, one question that we um, get often or that we feel often is around purpose. Um, mm-hmm. People are unclear on sort of what is this all about? What are we doing here? What's the point of it all? And I know that oftentimes uncovering your purpose on your journey is just part of the equation, mm-hmm. but having the discipline to carry it through, do the work right. um, that it takes to to get to the to goal get or goals is mm-hmm. is is more important than even you know sometimes we're uncovering it as we go mm-hmm. as we get started we're learning more and more about how it's all coming together and how it's all working for our good and for God's glory but i feel like there are so many instances where we get caught up in trying to figure out get really clear on what my purpose is but then we don't do the thing once we begin to to have the clarity or even get the first mm. step yeah and why is that um, you know, <laughs> discipline requires sacrifice mm. in order to do something consistently. In a lot of instances, you're giving up something else in order to wake yeah. up at 5 a.m. You're giving up sleep in order to work out. You're giving up time on the couch in order to eat right. You're giving up Popeye's or whatever, whatever it is that you are right. having the discipline around to practice and to do and to study anybody who's, you know, gone to school knows that the time that it takes to study and to be a student requires that there are other things that we give up. And there and there are those who made the choice not to do those things in the short run. Where are they now? And where are they now? So <laughs> I believe that it's, um, it's, it's part of the thing that, that holds us back from practicing discipline is that we're not willing to make the sacrifices. Mm. That's what sets apart the winners from the losers. Like when you think about, you That's know, it. those on the, the field or the court or even in the workplace, those who are willing to put forth the time and the effort on a consistent basis, even if they don't get done the goal that they thought that they set out to do, is going to be some fruit that comes from that discipline. You know, right. sometimes it's not, sometimes the journey is, it's not linear, but there's going to be fruit just from the practice of doing the work. There are other things that you may uncover along the way, yes. but those of us who never get off the blocks, who never start or who can't carry it through are not going to find out all that might come from the journey because we're not willing to do the work on a regular basis. And that's a word. Yeah. And that, that's one of the things I was thinking in my own life recently, like, Okay, is it is it I'm not willing to sacrifice? Mm, okay, maybe. Is it that I'm just lazy in some areas of my life? And what is the root of the laziness? So, yeah, I think there's a a, a couple of things at play when you think about discipline, the sacrifice, just the the will to to just get up and do something in a sustained way. Mm-hmm. Um, the fear yeah. of maybe I put forth the work and I don't see the fruit. Like sometimes mm. the fear will stop us from getting started or for sticking with us or sticking with it or not seeing the results fast enough. Fast enough. That's it. Yeah. And we've been trained to um, 
you know, instant gratification, these dopamine right. hits we get from social, from likes, from hearts, from thumbs up. We're constantly mm-hmm. getting instant gratification. We post something and, you know, these many people have seen it or liked it or whatever. And so right. with everything else that doesn't apply, it doesn't apply that we just do one action and we see results or, we're, or we feel gratified by it. So I think part of it too is undoing some of the programming that's mm-hmm. happened to our brains. And it, and it is very much... Um, I've talked about this um, book before, but it is very much a um, physiological and psychological response. And we talk about the balance of the different chemicals, but um, the dopamine hits and the serotonin, like those things are very real. So we do have to do some reprogramming in terms of instant gratification because that's not how nature works. Right. Um, And it's, it, we end up shooting ourselves in the foot when we're looking for that same sense of accomplishment um, over something that's going to take some time and some effort. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. What um, advice or and, sorry? And the book is Find Your Why. The book I've, I said I talked about this book before, and I didn't say the title. Find Your Why. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Great title. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any advice or key takeaways for someone who is trying to implement a practice around discipline or become more disciplined? Um. This is probably the same advice that I give every week for everything, but it's write it down. Visual cues are very valuable. If you have a goal, write down the goal. And then if you have an incremental step that you need to take to get to the goal, um, write that down too. And put it somewhere where you can see it, whether it's an open notebook, whether it's um, an alert or reminder that you set on your phone, something you stick on your fridge. But those little, you know, bite-sized steps that it takes to achieve our goal or to even, you know, get our the intentions that we've set out for how we want to be. It might not be something we want to accomplish. It might be some way that we want to show up in the world. It's important for us to write down um, those incremental steps and to look at them on a regular basis. And it, if it's something that you can check off, bonus point, because that gives you right. that little hit in the same way that social media does, where you say, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I've done this little thing. I can give myself a check mark or I can give myself a heart. So um, writing things down and looking at them and taking time to look at the thing that you want to do is a big step. Uh, second uh, tool is accountability. Mm-hmm. Having community, having others, and and writing it down is a form of accountability, right? So let me not discount that. But having the accountability of another person, person. Mm-hmm. a partner, a friend, um, someone that you can check in with on the thing that you want to uh, be more disciplined around is is a big help as well. Very, very true. Yeah, for me, I wrote down, and you actually touched on it earlier that discipline is like a muscle, right? Mm -hmm. You must work it to strengthen it. And sometimes the muscle does need rest, but, Mm -hmm. you know, don't rest for too long, Mm -hmm. right? Then you get out of the practice. So, um, yeah, you have to, you just have to work the muscle until you're hitting your stride. Um, And I, I did also think about the accountability part of it from a personal standpoint, um, 
I thought about you mentioning, I think it was a couple episodes ago that in your journal that's going to be coming out, Mm -hmm. um, you have a habit tracker. Mm -hmm. And I think that's an excellent idea if you're, you know, trying to um, develop discipline in a certain area of your life to write it down, to have something like a habit tracker where you are checking those things off. Um, In the past, I have used one by Erin Condren, but now that my good girlfriend is going to have one, I'll just use yours. I know, that's (laughs) right. They will be available for pre-order this November. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) So, um, yeah, as I think about that for my own life, it's just like, Tanil, you just need to work the muscle until it becomes second nature. They always talk about muscle memory, right? Mm -hmm. So once you're in the, the practice of it, it becomes second nature. Hmm. I think this is going to flow into the next question, but is there is there something that you want to be more disciplined around right now? I know you mentioned your podcast. Yes. Um, and it's interesting that you say this because when mm-hmm. I was <laughs> preparing for the episode, mm-hmm. it was the one question that I didn't write a response to. Really? The one of how can you apply it in your life right away? Yes. So... <laughs> Um, one thing definitely, of course, is the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I, I think that's a, sh- a, a quick win that I can, you know, get working on that will start to build that muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just even like accomplishing things around the house that I want to do, like coming up with that short list of whether it's, you know, organizing mm-hmm. the bathroom closet today and what those different steps look like and just being disciplined and taking the time to do it right making the time that's another thing that's been so valuable putting it on your schedule making a time today the reason we get this podcast done is because I put the time on our calendar Mm -hmm. I I meet with Tanil I put the time on our calendar and we make the time if we don't talk about it and make the time and set the time it's not going to happen that's so good. it's not just taking the, the time, time versus making the time. time. That's right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's some some things that I need to get done just to make my um, I was talking to a group of our friends recently just about getting my space together. I think when you mm-hmm. move and yes, I have been in my home for a couple of months now, but there are still areas of my home where I feel like, OK, once I can get this more organized, I'll start to feel better and it'll just kind of put me in a better better place. So uh, we always talk about creating the space, right? So you have to make sure that your environment um, is conducive to all of the things that you want to do. So if I want to thrive, my space needs to be set up in a way that I can thrive and not just survive, which some of these areas look like I'm just surviving. In survival mode, which is okay. I mean, a couple of months is not a long time for a big move. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. things it's, you can't do it all at once. Yeah, but I mean, that, that's true. But there are things that I can be you doing. Could have done. You I, could have done, for yeah, sure, exactly. for sure. You know, that makes me think sort of also about levels of accountability because you said you you put in a group chat or you shared with a group of friends that you wanted to get this done. So that's one level of accountability. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is the same thing with like exercising, right? Like you have an accountability group chat and you say, hey, checking in, here's what I ate, here's what I did, and it helps. Mm -hmm. Then Mm -hmm. there's like um, more of a partnership level of accountability. Mm -hmm. So there's one thing to text your friend saying, um, I worked out today or I didn't work out today. And it's another thing to set a time to say, we're going to go walking together. together. And I think mm-hmm. that there are goals, even like with the house organizing, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't always necessarily need someone to help me with the organizing, but 
I just find that it flows better if someone's there with me and we're, we're chatting, talking, working on it together. Even if I'm the one doing all the organizing, I just find that it, it helps sometimes to just have a friend around. Like to keep, when you, I, to keep you on keep, task. Yeah, and to keep you from sitting down. <laughs> like this person came all the way over here to help you. It's like when I was telling you guys about clearing out our master bedroom and I just I had my sister there just to kind of, you know, help me move things here and there. But it, it is a help that um, deeper level of accountability to have a partner in yes. the work to help you get it done. Very, very true. Yeah. And since you flowed into the next question and I yes. responded, what yes. about you? Um, for me, it's one that I'm often on the wagon with, but it's really maximizing my mornings. Mm. Um, this is something that I want to get back into. I have been doing a really good job at this, you know, for the first month or so of being at home. And then now I feel like my mornings are starting later and later, like mm. start my work day at 10, you know, get the kid out the door and take a moment to myself. And mm -hmm. so what I've been doing so that I'm, um, before I was taking some time to have my quiet time and what I've been doing is just, okay, well, it's already getting late. Let me just not do the quiet time and just dive mm. into the work for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm still being, efficient in terms of getting work done, but I'm cutting out things that are part of my self-love practice. And practice. that's something that I need to be more disciplined about. So for me, it's making the most of my mornings. I'm getting up at the same time, but I'm not getting focused at the same time. Focus. I'm letting time pass and lag of just, honestly, I couldn't even tell you what I'm doing during that time. It just passes. So um, for sure, for me, it is maximizing my morning and getting Focused, and I think it's okay. going to require me putting something on my schedule. Like Calendar. I said, having something, a reminder or a notification or something that goes off that says, this is the time you start. Start now. Yeah, I just, this thought just popped up into my mind, um, you know, as a manager of people, mm -hmm. if someone is struggling with like time management mm -hmm. issues and stuff, you tell them to like document every little thing that they do mm -hmm. like during the course of a day. And I was having a conversation with a girlfriend um, just recently, like, I think she asked me like, what have I been doing or something like that? And I was like, girl, I can't even tell you what I've been doing in here, but stuff is not getting done. So yeah, it's like, what am I doing in these couple in these of gaps. hours? <laughs> yeah, what, what is in the gap? That's what we need, to, <laughs> we need to uncover. What is in the gap? I bet you anything is some scrolling in the gap. Oh, the scrolling, it's scrolling definitely happening. In and the that's gap. the Probably thing. Probably too much scrolling. That scroll, that two minutes of scroll, you'd be like, all right, I'm going to go five more squares and then I'm going to close the app. I'm done. It'll be like an hour of scrolling. Nonsense. <laughs> Or even like researching. So, you know, I've been looking for different furniture pieces and stuff. Oh and it's goodness. like, okay, you can go down. I mean, that could take a whole hour in itself. And it's like, you walk away. I haven't purchased anything because I still haven't found anything that I like. So it kind of feels like a, a waste, waste of, time. of time. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, if you don't get the thing completed, I just feel like the time that I'm spending, whether it's planning an event, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. planning for my 40th and I feel like I'm just looking at options and it's just like, come on, check that one off and move forward. And now it's, it's like <laughs> stuff is just dragging days and days and days yeah. and not getting done. Um, and then that whole momentum piece that you're talking about, when you get stuff done, you want to do more. It's that snowball effect. But then when you don't get stuff done, it feels like it opens the door for more just laziness and 
lackadaisical. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any takeaways for the community around discipline? Yeah. I mean, as someone who continues to struggle with it, we have done probably how many episodes on discipline since we've been quite, uh, quite a few over time. probably four or five right and yeah different ways has, or shapes or forms <laughs> the girl has made some progress but not enough progress mm-hmm. so um I, I do think it's um focus it's mm-hmm. writing things down mm-hmm. it's accountability like you said I do think that the the partner accountability is something good that I'm going to try, um, especially for like organizing some things in my home. I've had people consistently tell me, oh, you know, call me if you need help doing X, Y, and Z. And I'll be like, okay, you're, I'm going to call you. And but then I just never do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a, a um, you know, something that I can do and, and set a project for us. And, and like you said, even if the person's not really doing the work, at least they'll keep me accountable Fellowship. to doing the work while they're there. And I like what you said about taking that level of writing things down deeper. Cause when I was saying writing things down, I was using it as like, um, a, a, a trigger. List. Right. Mm-hmm. But what you were saying about writing down all the things that you are doing so you can kind of assess Mm-hmm. Where, where the gaps are. I think that was valuable. Um, I think that's why food logging works so well because mm-hmm. you're not going to count that one chip or those, you know, cheese and crackers or that one um, piece of candy out the Halloween jar. Yeah. But when you write it down over the course of the day, you see that it was actually 10 chips, three pieces of candy, and a stack of cheese and crackers. Now that's a whole nother calorie count (laughs) that you didn't look at. So writing every single thing down, I think it is tedious. But it, it takes it, discipline in itself just to, to write do this that. stuff down. But it brings yeah. an amazing level of awareness. And it's not like you have yeah. to do it every day for the rest of your life. But I think just as like a starting assessment, yeah. whether it's time, energy, caloric intake, output, whatever it is, I think it's important mm-hmm. to write it down as you're doing it just to first get a, a look at like where you stand, get your baseline together. Get the baseline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. good. All right, so if we don't have anything else to share, we can go into the closing prayer. Here's our passage for the week. It comes from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Here's my prayer for the week. God, thank you for that peaceful fruit of righteousness. Thank you for the opportunity to study and practice according to your will. Thank you for developing in us a desire to be in right standing with you and to adopt a lifestyle and attitude that aligns with your will and purpose. Help me to hear from you about your will and purpose for my life. Allow me to practice obedience and develop discipline in that area. Help me to be a devoted disciple of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Here's our practice. This week, I will dedicate time to hearing from God about what area I need to be more discipled, I'm sorry, more disciplined in. Mm -hmm. I will commit to honoring God through my obedience and discipline. So our practice is that we're just going to make time to hear um, and, and meditate on about what area first we need to be more disciplined in. 
and then make a commitment to honoring God through our obedience and our discipline. And with that, we wish you an amazing week. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Self-Love Podcast with Matt and Nishete Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe, then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social, L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.